ever heard the term hound of heaven? Some people might be much more familiar than others as to what that means. Our story today gives that title a whole new meaning. Let's get into it. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, where we share the gospel of Jesus Christ through the art form of audio drama. Yes, and that includes sound effects. We do this by using true life stories of real people. I'm Timothy Gregory, and just a heads up, because of the subject matter of today's episode, parental guidance is suggested. Do you ever feel like something is after you? Like something or someone won't stop dropping hints and clues that are trying to get your attention, indeed, even claim you. Our story today features the hound of heaven seeking those who are lost. Sometimes those things called coincidences are really part of a much bigger picture. Someone is seeking us out, calling our name, even stopping us in our steps to get our attention. And Michael Matthews is going to show us what that looks like. Also, you'll want to stick around because later we are going to give the rest of you an opportunity to enter yet another sweepstakes drawing for a prize. No, it's not a cash prize, but it is a prize, and I think it's a prize that you are really going to like if we draw your name. But first, let's get into it, folks. Part two of the true story of Michael Matthews. Wow, where's the party at? <laughs> I got a knack for making mixed drinks. I'm more of a vodka on the rocks kind of guy. Straight. That's the only way. You got everything? I accounted for extras wandering in. Man, you guys are so cool. When I get older, I want to be the envy of the block for throwing the best parties. Just like you two, no doubt. A party? This isn't a party. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'm serious. It's our kids' wake. What? All he saw of this world were between the walls of a hospital. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. My condolences. This is Unshackled, dramatizing true life stories produced in Chicago by Pacific Garden Mission. While the city of Chicago still faces issues of violence, unrest, and corruption, it's also home to Pacific Garden Mission, the oldest continuously operating rescue mission in the country. We have been in the city since 1877 to serve the homeless, where every day hundreds of men, women, and children of all ages and backgrounds seek help. We are grateful for friends like you who send financial gifts to keep the doors open. Through your gifts, God provides nourishing meals, fresh clothing, and a safe place to sleep for those in desperate need. And above all, he provides the love that can set us free. Now for broadcast around the earth, here is episode number 3692 in the series, Unshackled, the program that makes you face yourself and think. The man in our story discovered the depths God would go to reach him. This is the conclusion of the true story of Michael Matthews, right now on Unshackled. As soon as Darlene and I left the store that morning, we meandered down to the viaduct, where we restocked on a supply of cocaine and acid. 
all before the few friends and neighbors we invited arrived. Not once did it occur to us that this wasn't how most people carry out a wake service. We were living out our lifestyle to the fullest and using the wake of our son as an excuse to do it. Darlene, door! You're closer. Are you? <sighs> Fine. Hey, Mike. Darlene? Hey. Hope whiskey's all right. It's great, thanks. Oh, wow. You cut all that coke yourself? I've gotten good at it. <laughs> I need a mirror like yours. The wife is always nagging me about using the coffee table. <laughs> You're an amateur. Well, well, we can't all make it our full-time profession and rake in the dough like Michael Matthews. <laughs> well, it's a labor of love. <laughs> so what all are you selling these days? Selling and buying. Darlene says her mantra is, uh, uh, Dar, what is her mantra again? If you can't smoke it, swallow it, drink it, or snort it, we've got no need for it. <laughs> <laughs> From all outside appearances, Darlene and I were managing well, able to continue on and have a good time as always, even in light of our son's death. We kept going as if there was no way to stop and have time to contemplate. I didn't know then just how wild and crazy this night was about to become. Oh! Oh, man, my heart's beating out of my chest. Oh. Oh. It's not even helping. Now it's harder to breathe. This better not be a panic attack. Breathe. Just keep going. I don't eat and this is it. Oh. God. Get me through this. And I'll never do it again. I'm not sure how long I laid there before a calm came over me. My breathing deepened and my heart rate slowly returned to normal. The old sales pitch used for selling acid was, take this and you'll see God. The amount I used was outrageous and reckless. But then again, I wanted to see God for myself. Finally, I pushed myself up and returned to our friends as though nothing happened. I had become a master at concealing how wasted I was. Same with hiding my emotions. Then, a guest across the room caught my eye. I smiled. The night was still young. Gary, my man, how's it going? Hey, Mike. I heard your house was the happening spot. Tonight it is. Man, try this. It's good. Oh, I know. Only the best, my friend. Hey, I'm on my way to see Manny. Our main man? Tonight? Yep. Need to replenish my merchandise. You must have lots of clients. That I do. Come with and ride shotgun. Well, Gary, this is my son's wake. Oh. Oh, I didn't realize. I, I just thought it was a party. You know what? I need some fresh air. Let's go. Seeing the head honcho Manny was always a bit nerve-wracking, but the joints Gary and I smoked, sampling the merchandise, took the edge off. Gary and I dropped his new purchase off at his house before dropping me off at mine, just in time to see an old nemesis who was catting around the neighborhood. Darlene! Darlene! Why are you yelling at me? Come out here and have a look. Over there. Is that Russ's truck? Yep. And he's outside, 
so stoned he didn't even recognize me walking three feet away. What are you gonna do? Level my shotgun at the base of his skull and try to get back some of the money he owes. Oh, Michael, just be careful. He's the one that's in danger. I had hunted Russ for months, and he avoided and outran me every time. But tonight was my lucky night. Or so I thought as I grabbed my shotgun. Touching it, my mind was flooded with thoughts. A new perspective. Like the whole event was orchestrated. Remarkably, God's presence was there. Telling me, I spared your life tonight. Will you do the same for him? Michael! Open up! Michael! Dude, it's 3 a.m. You are never gonna believe who I saw. I run to the store, and who do I see? I know, I know, Russ. I saw him. Mike! Let's get your money back! No, I can't. What? Why? I just can't. All right, then I'll go. No, don't do anything. I'll just talk. Just talk. Nothing else. All right, but no one gets hurt. I got half the money Russ owed me that night, with a promise the other half would be coming his next payday. Russ also sent along his condolences for my loss. And that was how my son's wake ended that night. And life continued on very much the same for the next few years, until... What? Huh? What do, what do you... Oh, good. Oh, good. There you are. What is... Get up. Get off me. Let me up. No. We're staying right here till you get some color. Your whole face was white. I thought you died. That was so weird. Are you high? No. I'm not under any influence. What do you mean? I think it was... God. I started feeling lightheaded, so I got up to get some cold water, and for a few moments, I was somewhere else. What do you mean? I mean, I was covered in orange and yellow light, and within the light, a voice said, it's not your time yet. Look at the way I'm shaking. It scared me half to death. Darlene, I need to get a Bible and read it for myself and see if it's true or not. But you're not interested in religion. I just want to make my own decision on it, to have the opportunity to. Okay. Weird. Well, if that's what you want. Even Manny told me he reads scripture every day. Manny? The hardcore criminal? He said there's a lot of wisdom in Psalms and Proverbs. Really? Yeah. He says it's filled with philosophical value, but the rest of the Bible isn't to be believed. Um, I don't think Christians think they get to pick and choose. Well, I need to find out for myself what I believe, okay? I just do. I could have easily gone out and purchased a Bible, but I didn't. Deep down, I didn't think I'd like what it said. So I procrastinated and compartmentalized any thought or action that would have to do with God or his involvement in my life. That is, until... Oh, coffee and a joint. Breakfast of champions. Now, who in the world is coming by on a Tuesday morning? Oh, great. Just a minute. Yeah? 
Oh, hello, sir. We're from the church where you and your wife were married, and on behalf of the church, we'd like you to have this gift. The moment I saw it, I knew what the brown paper wrap package contained. I sat back down to enjoy my coffee and placed our new Bible on the table in front of me, eyeing it as I smoked a joint. I sat there a while, tempted to open it, but finally grateful for the interruption from doing so. You're never going to believe who came up to me at the grocery store. Who? Tammy. Tammy? Who? My cousin Tammy. You have a cousin named Tammy? Just forget it. That's beside the point. What's her last name? Smithers. Smithers? As in the Smithering Snakes? Yeah, I think that's her crew. What? Crew? As in Crooked Business Associates or family? Family. Darlene, stay away from her. Well, that's just it. We've had nothing to do with each other for years, and now she's all buddy-buddy wanting me to give her biker friend TC a contact for a supplier. Mmm, it's kind of fishy. I thought the same thing. Well, what are you going to do? I told her I'd ask around. I'll call Manny and see if he's interested. We can always get out if it looks suspicious, right? Folks, we'll get back to Michael's story in just a moment. But first, I want to share a bit about how our ministry is able to bring hope to people all over the world. Unshackled is now in its 71st year of spreading the good news through powerful stories about real people. Our success is a result of God's blessing and the involvement of, well, supporters like you. When you contribute to Unshackled, it has a direct impact. Your support allows us to hire quality writers, talented actors, as you can hear, a skilled production team, and a devoted staff. Through your support, we're able to share Unshackled worldwide. So, in order to continue the work of spreading the gospel and allowing us to offer this program for free, won't you consider making a donation to Unshackled? It's really quite easy. All you need to do is click on the live link, if there's one where you're listening, or visit our podcast website at unshackledpodcast.org. That's unshackledpodcast.org. And then click the donate button. Or you can always write a check. Unshackled, we take checks. You mail that check to 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. We thank you for your partnership in our ministry. And now, back to part two of the true story of Michael Matthews. Come on, Michael, pull up a chair. Thanks. I believe you know my uh, associates. Hey. Yeah, we're acquainted. Good. So, what's up? <clears throat> well, uh, my wife was at the store and ran into her cousin, who she hadn't seen in a very long time, and uh, By she... accident? Uh, yeah. Go on. Uh, so the interesting part is that this cousin, well, she spoke of a biker friend named TC who was looking for a supplier, you know, to be a distributor for Stop. a- Stop. Could be a rat. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. And if he is a rat, we need a unit for a rat. Well, my partner and I can meet with this, uh, TC. And if he smells like a rat, we can take him for a boat right on the river. Fit him with some cement skis. Oh, uh, well, hang on. Now, I, I, I have a proposition. I'll meet with TC, and if he's who he claims to be, well, we all benefit. But if he isn't, uh, I'll take the fall alone. 
so that no one else need be involved. No names or places will ever be mentioned. Okay. This time we wait and do it Michael's way first. More than one man had been discovered washed up downstream. So I knew these associates weren't kidding. I was getting more mixed up into this than I ever wanted to be. You're late? Yeah, sorry. Traffic. You're lucky I waited. And you'll be glad you did. So? With just last week's, we made a killing. What's a killing? Three grand. In three days? We're just getting started. That's good. <laughs> what can I say? The users are plenty. Take this. Great. <laughs> you know, I'd really like to meet your supplier. Why? I don't know. Just to see where this is all coming from and what else he has. Why do you care? I just think it'd be nice to meet him. As long as you're getting what you want to sell, I don't see why you should care. Hey, relax. I was just making small talk. Well, people in the business know this is a need-to-know basis, and you're not needing to know. All right, man, no problem. See you next week. Same place, same time. Be on time, because I won't wait again. I had met with TC briefly three times, and each time I went away shaking my head, wondering if this guy was worth getting busted over. Something just didn't feel right. So how well does your long-lost cousin know this guy? I don't know, but she vouched for him. Why? He just has a, he has a nervousness to him that doesn't sit well with me. Maybe you should part ways? I would, but now I feel like Manny and the boys are waiting to see how he does at my suggestion. Do you want to talk to TC? Wouldn't tell him how suspicious it is that he won't even smoke a joint with me? Maybe he has his reasons. Oh, I'm sure he has reasons. I just hope they're the right ones. No doubt, TC made me suspicious. Yet in this business, suspicion and paranoia seemed to follow naturally, so maybe I was being overreactive. I wanted to give him a chance and see how things would play out. After all, if he became a great dealer and business grew, we would all profit. Get the detergent? Yeah, but I might have to do laundry at the laundromat soon. I know, we need a new washer. Well... Look, if this TC keeps delivering, we'll have a new washer and dryer in no time. Okay. I'll do laundry when I get back. So you'll be home for lunch? Should be. What are you going to do? <laughs> Head back to bed. You can help me fold later. Drive safe. Bye. That Friday morning was like any other. Down to the gun that I kept under my pillow. Still... I wasn't prepared for what was about to unfold. What? What's going on? Oh, where'd you go? Where'd you go? Ah, there you are. Darlene! Darlene! Well, this sure ain't selling Avon. Is this a hit? <sighs> Stay calm, Michael. There's movement. Come out. We know you're in there. Who are you? We're with the uh, United Methodist Church. Oh, they've updated your wardrobe, I see. Open up, Mike. We just want to talk. They're going to shoot me if I run. All right, I'm coming. I'm going to open the door. Step back. All right, step back, step back. I'll check upstairs. Let me see your hands. All clear. I'll check the garage. Are you alone? 
Yeah. Good. Turn around. Cuff him. What's all this about? I can answer that. Hello there, Michael. TC, you rat! I knew it! You're under arrest for drug trafficking. By the time I got to the station, there was an ever-growing list of indictments as law enforcement made more discoveries. You're not my attorney. No. I'm Jerry, a minister. And I asked to speak with you. Why? I heard you're awaiting trial, and I wanted to give you some hope and good news. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. I'm not kidding. Why should I listen to you? Because I stood on your side of the bars not all that long ago. You did? Yep. Awaiting trial, then being transferred to serve a prison sentence. Is that right? Yes, sir. And I want you to know that you are right where you are for a purpose. Well, I believe in the reason more than the purpose. Well, that's because you haven't seen the purpose yet. But you will. You think so? I know it. One of my favorite verses is John chapter 1, verse 12. It says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Wait, you mean Jesus? He gave the power to become a son of God? If you believe in him as Lord. Just think about that kind of power. The same that created the universe and breathed life into being. That's the kind of power that transforms lives. I didn't know that before. Listen, I'm not going to push you into making a decision. You need to give serious thought to what I shared with you. Where the path you have chosen to take in life has taken you so far. To here. And where do you go from here? I had read that verse before, but hearing the minister say it struck a new chord, taking on a life of its own. Throughout the remainder of the day and into the night, those words continued to play in my mind as God was still knocking on the door of my heart. You're just not going to let me go, are you? I know what you're offering, and it's so hard to fathom, and yet, even though I can't get my mind around it, the truth remains. You're offering me the power to become a son of yours. Okay. Okay, God. I don't have anything to offer you. I've been lured over my life and, well, here I am in this tiny cell with nothing to show for it. I'm sorry I've messed everything up. I want to see what life's like as one of your children, Lord. Please, forgive my treachery and come into my life and, and be my Lord and Savior. Up to that moment, I had been fighting in the hardest battle a human being will ever wage. My will versus that of my creator. For me, it was over. A battle I gladly lost. That night, there were no flashes of light or angelic visitation in my jail cell. I didn't feel much of anything, actually. Yet I did experience the most peaceful night of sleep that I'd had in years. When I woke up the next morning, 
I was aware that I wasn't the same person anymore. I had no craving or withdrawal symptoms as I expected. But the change went much deeper than that. Deep down, I knew God is God and Jesus is who the Bible says he is. But what I didn't recognize was that Satan was already prowling. Matthews, you got a visitor. Manny sent me. Oh, yeah? We'll call it a little housewarming present. Oh, that's thoughtful. We know where TC is living. Is that right? Yep. Got the sawed-off out of the truck. Give the word. He'll never walk into another courtroom to testify. <sighs> oh. Wow. Um... So? You want it done or not? Look, I don't want bloodshed. You don't? You sure? Yeah. Just let it play out. The thing about evil is, just when you think you've resisted and won, it hits even harder. Soon thereafter, I met with my lawyer. <clears throat> now, before we start going through the evidence, I've received an offer. The prosecution is already offering a settlement? I thought they had enough evidence they were sure of a conviction. It's, uh, it's not from them. I don't understand. One of the other judges approached me and said for $10,000, he'll make sure all the charges are dropped and the evidence isn't submissible. What? And you'll walk away a free man. You're kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. And it's got to be cash. I don't have that kind of money. Listen. They know how much merchandise you moved on the streets and how much money circulated, and they're looking for a piece of the pie. Well, you know, even if I had it, I'm not for sale. It's your get-out-of-jail-free card, and probably the only one you'll be offered. You tell that his honor to find someone else to finance his wife's tastes. Michael, you don't get it. This is your only... No, Bob. We're done here. After hiring a new attorney, I was sentenced to a four to 20 year prison term. I served two and a half years. Over the many years since, I've had much to be thankful for. 39 years of sobriety for one thing. My only regret is that it took me as long as it did to get to where I am in life's journey. But then again, as the minister told me all those years ago, there was purpose in it all and I wouldn't be where I am today had it been different. It's all God's grace and love. And I am now, in fact, a child of the King. As we heard from Michael in part two of his story, when Jesus is chasing after us, nothing can get in his way. Bottom line, he wants us to be in relationship with him to help us give up encumbrances of our old life and to bring us something new and better. Friend, the ultimate place to find comfort is in the arms of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 18, verse 12, How think ye, if a man have an hundred sheep and one of them be gone astray, Doth he not leave the ninety and nine, and goeth into the mountains, and seeketh that which is gone astray? Friend, 
have you believed on the name of Jesus Christ? Or have you wandered away from the flock? Is he pursuing you? If you're living a life of wandering, hoping to belong, Jesus will give you a sense of belonging that far exceeds anything you could ever imagine. An eternity with your Lord and Savior. Now, we love hearing from our listeners here on the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, so send us your questions and we'll answer them here. It can be something you're curious about or just something you want to share with us. All you have to do is write us at podcast at unshackled.org or call and leave us a message at 312-281-1264. We would love to hear from you. Now, before we get to our sweepstakes drawing info, I just want to remind you to subscribe or like our Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. You can even share it or tell a friend. We'd also love for you to review or rate our podcast. And don't forget to check out our other podcasts on this same platform, Unshackled Daily Devotionals and Unshackled in Person. We appreciate your input and involvement in our ministry. And again, please consider supporting us so we can freely offer quality Christian programming to the world. All right. Here's the prize for our new upcoming sweepstakes contest. Another beautiful wooden scripture plaque, and it is John 8:12. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. I love that one. This is a gorgeous plaque, folks, especially if you're looking for daily inspiration from scripture. You will love this authentic and very unique wooden plaque. The plaque has been sawn from a tree branch or log and uh, cut in such a way as uh, to retain as much of the bark around the perimeter as possible. It's been handcrafted around the natural character and the beauty of the wood that, uh, well, God created. So all you have to do to enter our Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast sweepstakes drawing is call 312 312- Two eight one one two six four, or email podcast at unshackled.org and give us your name, phone number, and email. The winner of this sweepstakes drawing for this beautiful scripture plaque will be announced November 1st, but the deadline for entry is October 20th. And next time... Yeah? He's alive! Uh, dude, how'd I get home last night? Well, you drove everybody home. How you feeling, man? Oh, like I got hit by a truck. I'm just confused because the last thing I remember was being at the bar and getting another round of, um... Tequila shots? Oh, oh, no wonder I feel terrible. Oh, I must have blacked out after that. When Jordan Northrup started drinking, he discovered a newfound confidence and form of escape. <laughs> Bottoms up. <laughs> but the more he prioritized drinking, the more addicted he became. I'm still drunk. What am I supposed to do? This is the story of his journey towards surrender. I know it may make you think less of me, but um, I think I'm an alcoholic. Part one of the true story of Jordan Northrup, coming soon on Unshackled. Heard in the true story of Michael Matthews part two were Howard Friedland, Mark Forrest, Cheryl Galemo, Brian Plaharchik, and Demetrius Troy. Original music, Don Badorf. Sound effects, Demetrius Troy. Recording engineer, David Pierczynski. 
Script, Kylie Hammond. That's it for this week's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. So, until next time, unless our Lord returns before then, I'm Timothy Gregory, your brother in Christ. <laughs>